Welcome to Pretense of Justice News Update. We keep our pulse on legal issues. We are compassionate, informative, and driven. We advocate justice for all. We are Pretense of Justice. Let the justice begin. Welcome to the Pretense of Justice Update. Let's get into today's update. Today's update comes from the Washington Post and it features our very own Dr. Carmen Johnson. Court watchers with Fiona Apple's help are fighting to keep virtual access beyond the pandemic. Before the pandemic shutdown, courthouses across Maryland Carmen Johnson was one of the only members of the court of Court Watch PG to sit in on bail bond hearings every day of the week. Johnson, 55, would drive to the Prince George County Courthouse, slide into the hard benches of the courtroom 261, and take notes for hours as dozens of people cycled through. Her job, usually alone, was to bear witness to try to hold the court accountable. Then, in March 2020, the coronavirus pushed courts in Maryland online, a decision by the judiciary that kept the public safe while ensuring its constitutional right to court access. With that increased accessibility, came an influx of hundreds of new Court Watch PG volunteers who could suddenly help observe proceedings through remote video or their phones across the region and nation. Law students, high schoolers, retirees, and even Grammy-winning musician Fiona Apple. Now, as the world eases back into its old ways, Those observers fear their virtual access will be cut off and they are scrambling to pursue lawmakers or to persuade lawmakers at the Maryland State House to cement court transparency into law. Their push comes as other court watching groups and transparency advocates across the country are vying for similar permanent virtual access. Officials at the state and federal level are weighing the cost of technological upgrading America's courthouses and the ethics of continuing remote observation and, in some places, participation in virtual court proceedings. Ahead of this year's state legislative session, Courtwatch PG and other advocates for courtroom transparency with help from Georgetown University Law Center attorneys, crafted a proposed law that would mandate remote public access in every courthouse in Maryland. They found sponsors in both chambers and testified alongside press freedom advocates before the Judiciary Committees earlier this year. Virtual access to the courts is one of the best things this pandemic has left us with. 
Quiana Johnson, founder of Court Watch PG and its parent organization, Life After Release, said during public testimony. This access for the public is empathetically needed, not wanted. Carmen Johnson, now director of Court Watch PG, told lawmakers. But they've been waiting for movement on their bill ever since. They are trying to shore up votes before Monday, known as Crossover Day, when legislation must pass out of at least one chamber to have a reasonable shot at becoming law. The Court Watch PG team has spent the past week putting its energy behind a final push, including deploying Apple, its most viable, visible, and vocal advocate, in a call to action video posted to social media Wednesday. Hello, Apple says in the opening frame of the video, speaking in soft marketing tone of an Instagram influencer. I've come here today to tell you about my new makeup line. Then she does a hard pivot. Yeah, she says, I'm kidding. I'm here to ask you to do something again. I have no shame. Standing before a chalkboard with the phone numbers for the state's Senators William C. Smith Jr., Democrat Montgomery County, and Luke H. Klimpinger, Democrat Boston City, and the chairs of the Judiciary Committees. Apple pleads with viewers to call lawmakers with a message of support. So let's check out her message. Hello. I've come here today to tell you about my new makeup line. Yeah, I'm fucking kidding. I'm here to ask you to do something again. I have no shame about it because this is very, very important and personally important to me as a court watcher. So about a year ago, I made a video around Grammy time saying, fuck the Grammys. We don't care about the transparency there. What really matters is transparency in actual courtrooms. That still matters. And a year later, I am still a court watcher. And now we actually have legislation written, but we need to have it brought to the floor for a vote. So... I am asking just a few of you out there. I know there may only be like one or two or maybe 10 of you out there. And if there are, I love you 10 people so much. Assholes, scroll on through. Caring people, I am talking to you. So here's what we would do. We would just make two phone calls. I have done it already and I have phone phobia. So if I can do it, you can do it. Um, first phone call. Look, I made it all so simple for you too. Chairman Clippinger. So you get your phone, beep, boop, boop, 301-858-3488. This is in regards to House Bill 647. Bring! Hello, hello, my name is Fiona Apple and I am calling in support of House Bill 647 to keep remote access in courts. Please put this legislation up for a vote to keep our courts fair, open, and transparent. Thank you. If you're a Maryland resident, you can say that you live there and if not, you can say it's just because you care. Then, next one, Chairman Smith. Beep, boop, boop, 301-858-3634. This is about Senate Bill 469. And you just do the same thing, same kind of thing. Hello, my name is Fiona Apple, and I'm calling blah, blah, of, in this one, Senate Bill 469. And then you say the rest. And then that's it. And um, that's all I have to ask of you right now. And um, yeah, please do it. I love you. Okay.
Apple, who lives in California, began court watching in Prince George County after she and other celebrities participated in the Gasping for Justice campaign in 2020 to support a lawsuit filed by incarcerated people trying to improve conditions at the county jail during a coronavirus outbreak. During the Grammys last year, Apple recorded a different social media video in which she acknowledged the concerns about voting transparency for the awards, then went on to say the more important conversation was around transparency in the courts. That still matters, she said in her video this week. A year later, I am still a court watcher. And now we actually have legislation written, but we need it to be brought to the floor for a vote. In a more recent video, Apple admits she has a phone calling phobia, but even she made calls to Smith and Clippinger. That's all I have to say of you right now, she concludes. Please do it. I love you. Apple's video, coupled with other grassroots mobilization efforts, might be pushing the remote access bill back into the spotlight. David Moon, Democrat Montgomery County, vice chairman of Judiciary Committee and the sponsor of the bill in the House of Delegates, said the attention from advocates has renewed discussion among his fellow lawmakers. Civil rights organizations and the state public defender's office have sent in letters of endorsement for courtroom transparency. On Thursday night, House Judiciary Committee received a voicemail from Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay, um, so they're just going through. This is Jamie Lee Curtis giving support to the bill on Twitter. Throughout the pandemic, Moon said government at all levels had adapted at the legislature, city councils, school boards, and courts. Continuing that increased access, he said, is a matter of convenience and customer service these days. Parents have been better able to participate because they don't have to find childcare. People without access to a car have been able to support a loved one in court without spending hours and money on public transportation. Those with disabilities or mobility challenges have been empowered to be a part of the process from the safety of their home. Their greatest hurdle for passing the bill, Moon said, is the annual cost. An estimated $2.5 million associated with retrofitting all Maryland courthouses for audio and visual access. I think it's the kind of cost government should be willing to occur, Moon said. Nobody gave oral testimony against the bill, though the Maryland Association of Counties said it was concerned its members would end up shouldering the financial burden and all offered its support with a friendly amendment on funding. Chief Judge of Maryland Court of Appeals, Joseph M. Getty, did, however, write a memo to lawmakers opposing the bill's passage. 
The court, he said, was concerned the legislation would violate separation of powers. Getty also highlighted the technological cost and concern that the bill, which grants remote access only to proceedings already deemed public by the court, does not clearly outline what authority judges have to close a hearing at their discretion. The bill empowers any attorney, defendant, or party to ask a judge to restrict access to any proceeding for safety or for privacy reasons. In response to questions from the Washington Post about its own plan for the future of remote access, a spokesperson for the judiciary said Getty recently created a joint subcommittee on post-pandemic judicial operations, a group tasked with determining which innovations, technology, and changes will be implemented moving forward. Right now, each courthouse in the state has discretion over its own remote access policies, creating inconsistencies that advocates say is detrimental to both the public and court participants. The judiciary has the power to grant permanent virtual access to to the public in all Maryland courtrooms without the legislature's involvement. There are many ways to the same result, Moon said. The bill is trying to guarantee that result. Clippinger and Smith did not respond to an interview request from the Post. Any argument against this is just basically saying, we don't want you to see what is happening in your name, said Greg McKelvey, the campaign specialist from advocacy organization Zealous, which has helped Courtwatch PG with its efforts. Our last remaining vestige of this idea that you need to be in person to view what is happening in your name is courtrooms. During their public testimony, Court Watch PG volunteers outlined the tangible benefit their remote access has brought to court proceedings in Prince George in the past two years. Josh, Josh Rosenberg, a college student at the University of Virginia in Charlottesville, said he started court watching as a high school student and has been able to continue because of virtual access, witnessing hundreds of bond hearings in Prince George without ever stepping foot in the courthouse. The volunteers, Rosenberg said, have written more than 250 accountability letters to prosecutors, judges, lawmakers, and jail officials. We have a judiciary in many, many states, not just here in Maryland, but all over the country that fail in this Department of Transparency, Accountability, and the egregious acts they commit to communities, usually of color, every day. Edwin Whitehead, Assistant Director of Court Watch PG, said during testimony. For some of the court watchers, that transparency is personal. Carmen Johnson, who is formerly incarcerated and believes she was wrongly convicted, told lawmakers that when she went to trial in 2015, 
her courtroom was empty. Injustice, she said, only happens in empty courtrooms. So this article, is, again, is from the Washington Post. It is titled, Court Watchers with Fiona Apple's help are fighting to keep virtual access beyond the pandemic. So uh, giving a great shout out and great work to Quiona Johnson and Dr. our very own Dr. Carmen Johnson for their great work and advocacy. It is much appreciated. And so that is the update for Pretense of Justice. I thank you all for listening. And if you are not subscribed to us, I highly encourage you to subscribe, like, and share. And this month is the launch of Dr. Carmen Johnson's book that she is documenting and giving an account of her experience with the justice system as she suffered injustice. And it is called Pretense of Justice. So she will be launching that book, her book on her experience this month. Uh, you can still order copies. I will include a link in the description of this video. I am wishing everyone well on this Wednesday. Thank you for listening to Pretense of Justice. Peace and love.